This is the Bar Stewards Enquiry. You are talking absolute rubbish. Absolute rubbish. In, in what way? You are an underachiever in life. You were, I saved your bacon one time. You were gone. Well, I couldn't save you. I, I don't know if you are, but you said the right thing. But well, that's why you don't know anything about racing, John. I, I didn't say I do. Right? I'm saying that. What have what you contributed to racing? You are one of these take-out merchants. Take out all you can. And a huge welcome, welcome to the Barstool's Inquiry Weekend Podcast, where we've got the Betfair Chase meeting, we've got Ascot, we've got our three best bets each, and a terrific panel to discuss the bets tonight. We've got the Naps Table leader, the Ginger Hitler. He's here with us. Good evening, Ginger. Guten Hagen. <laughs> and we've, we've Quentin Franks, who, who, who's been knocked off top spot, courtesy of... Uh, of the way we calculate our our uh, results, Quentin Franks. Uh, good evening, Quentin. Evening, Lee. Yeah, crack tips. Forty three points up is Quentin. Uh, a true true measure of class we have on the bar stewards. He's, in fact, he's holding the show up because uh, and all that's left now is myself, Lee Keys of SystemBet.co.uk, and John Lang, as always, of John Joe's Blogspot. Good evening, John. Good evening, Lee. I'm on the point of pulling up. <laughs> we've got some work. We've got some work to do on the naps, the old naps table. But I'm hoping um, that we can do it. This, I've, I'm, I'm confident myself this weekend. So let's hope for small mercies. Right. Um, we'll get on straight away with the with the best bets. Um, we sort of stopped doing the questions on Friday because um, uh, Ginger Hitler says we're a bunch of windbags um, and said, you know, we don't we don't know what we're doing and. Um, so I think we need to focus more on the tipping side on the Fridays, and uh, we'll have uh, we'll have some win, win, win bag efforts on the Sunday on the sermon. Right, we'll we'll start off with our three best bets as we'll go around the houses. And uh, seeing as um, um, we've not had you on the show for ages, Ginge, I'd like to know your third best bet of the weekend, please. Oh, the third best. Right, okay. Um, my yeah. third best bet of the weekend is song for someone. In the 240 at Ascot. Tom oh, Simmons won the race yes. last year. Decent price. Buzz, I think, is really short in the uh, in the betting because it's got it all to prove. The second favourite, Goshen. Two in and out for my liking. Uh, I had it between Song for Someone and the um, the, the the mayor of um, Dan Skelton's that looks yeah. like a, a carbon copy of Roxana. Basically, yeah. it's a right good traveller. So I, I was like, Tossing up between the two, and I came down on the side of Song for Someone. Song for Someone, um, available at a yeah, rather juicy six to one as well. Uh, so that's that. Would you like to go one point win on? That? Yes, please. So yeah, obviously, one. yeah. So what one one point win at six to one? William Hill, Betfair, uh, Spoil Sports, etc. Uh, not not a bad shout. First time wind up as well. So and obviously, I noted in that race, uh, uh, Ginge, that there was a lack of lack of sort of. Goshen will go on, but it's not his ground. And I thought Song for Someone would get a nice position early and, and just sit track and travel. Um, so yeah, it's not a bad shout that if it's um, if it's all in if the wheels are all yeah. all uh, rolling the same way, you might have got a good shout there at sixes. So Song for Someone uh, for the Ginger Hitler point one point at six to one. Quentin, I'm going to come to you because again, it feels like ages since um, uh, we we chatted, even though it's only two weeks. Um, uh, for your third best bet of the uh, weekend, please. It's been been far too long, Lee. Um, my third best 
<laughs> My third best bet comes in the five o'clock at Wolverhampton, and I'm going for the James Fanshawe trained Ardina. Uh, she's about five to two at the moment. She comes from a, a race I've mentioned on the pod before, um, which Bearwith came second in, and Midran won out of that race. They uh, clocked a good time there. She didn't seem to stay at Newcastle the time after it, uh, 27th of September, um, travelled well, didn't seem to get home. And then uh, she she won a really good time last time out at Wolverhampton. Um, she, she drops in trip here, um, which I think is a positive. She didn't do a dot in front last time out, uh, but she goes like the dropping trip will be beneficial. She's a bit free and a bit bit keen. Um, so I, I see that as a positive. Um, again, a, another good time last time out. Uh, mark of 59, I think she's still got upside from that. And uh, yeah, she 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 looks overpriced at five to two. Good stuff. So Aradina um, is the uh, first selection of the weekend from Quentin Franks. Uh, a one point win bet, five to two, generally available from what I can see at the moment. And um, this uh, filly looks to be going forwards. One off a nice lowly mark last time and only just the four pounds higher. So good shout there from Quentin. Uh, horse by Helmet out of a red ransom mare. You like helmets, don't you, uh, Ginger? I've been known to, yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on um, to Aradina there. A good shout from Quentin. John, coming to you for your third best of the week. Right, my third best of the week, um, and there's a little bit of recurring theme on the, uh, the the three that I'm tipping today. And the first one is Tommy's Oscar in the 115 is here. I think this is no more than fairly handicapped, but um, I did note that he just dropped a pound for the run last time, which I thought he really ran into one um, more on that later. Um, he's consistent, unlike a few here, and I don't think dropping back a furlong and running on a flatter trap will do him any harm at all. I, I think he's uh, he's fairly he's fairly solid here, and he, he should run some sort of race. So I'm going with Tommy's Oscar, a one fifteen. Okay, do Tommy's Oscar one fifteen. Uh, here, Doc John five to one generally available. Uh, one point on the nose, of course. Yeah. Yeah, so one point on the nose. Tommy's Oscar, one fifteen. Here, Doc, for the... I, I think she's underrated. It's Anne, Anne Hamilton. Uh, terrific strike rate. And, yeah, it uh, could be a good shout, that. Danny McMenamin in the saddle. Okay, that's your third best bet. Uh, on to mine. Um, bit, of, bit of a boring sort of choice. Um, three o'clock here, Doc. Well, I'm going for a one-point double as my third best bet, which is uh, the three o'clock here, Doc. I'm going for the favourite in the Betfair, uh, a Plutard. Um, we can discuss this race in more detail, I think, when we get onto it on the on the television previews. Probably better to get involved then uh, to discuss whys and whatnot, what whys and whatnots. Um, but that's sort of around the six to four mark. And in the 3.35 at Haydock, um, to finish, we sim- uh, strictly a dancer that's 13 away. I just thought that... you. They're absolutely rock solid. Um, Strictly a dancer was was very lazy last time at Cheltenham. Um, and when he got to the front, he messed around. You can see there's so much more to come. And again, he, he meets a very exposed sort of field. And I, I would be disappointed if he didn't if he didn't uh, back up that Cheltenham win, uh, you know, rather easily. Uh, so I, I think this is a real. It pays about eleven to two. You know, if you if you couple the pair, ten pound double, sixty five pounds. That's not that's 
quite a shrewd Saturday play, I think, uh, with both both are really solid. Like I say, I'll go on to my uh, Plutard reasons um, in, when we cover the uh, better fair chase on the TV preview in more detail. Okay, so that's our third best bets. Um, John, I'm going to start with you for um, your second best bet of the weekend. Uh, very good. Um, the next one is in the 12.30 at Haydock, and that is yep. Sil- Silver Eclipse. Now, I normally avoid these type of races like the plague. Everything in here has got some sort of gear on. Uh, cheap braces, tongue-tied, blinkers, Christ knows what else. The cheap uh, pieces are a fairly new addition to this one, so I'm uh, I'm I'm, al- I'm allowing him a little bit of leeway here. Um, he's had a run of just put an edge on his fitness, which I think will, will help. This is, this is an extreme distance, no matter what the ground. So I think your fitness will be at a premium anyway. And uh, I, th- I think this one just has enough improvement in it. If the cheap paces do the trick, he's got cars farm around here, and I, th- I think he's a, a very, very solid pork in this race against some iffy types, to say the least. Okay, okay. Um, I, I mean, uh, so you think that uh, seven or one is a, is a decent price? Are you, are you up for that at sevens? I am. Are you up for each way a quarter, a fifth odds uh, the four, or are you going on I, the nose? I, I will go each way. I can't, I can't say three beat, uh, far beating him, actually. So. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. Silver Eclipse for, for, for John Joe. Uh, one point each way he's going at the 7-1 available with Skybet. Um, and for, uh, for for the four places, one-fifth the odds uh, with WrestleMania in the saddle. So, good luck, John, with your second best bet of on the weekend. Quentin, I'll come to you uh, for your second best bet, please. Uh, my second best bet comes in the Phillies handicap at Lingfield, the uh, 1235. Um, I thought Starry Eyes was the one to be on here. Um, strong pace on the cards, load, loads of pace on the cards. In fact, she she travels well throughout her races. Um, last time out at Chelmsford, she ended up posted three deep, three deep with no cover. Um which obviously didn't suit, so I was surprised she sustained her run all the way to the line. Um, she gets gets the downgrade, and she races against Phillies, well, Phillies and mares only here. Um, previously at Lingfield, uh, when she bolted up over course and distance, clocked a, clocked a smart time. Uh, I felt, felt she was one to follow after that race. Um, the interesting thing about that race, she was, she was four to five deep from four, four, four to four furlongs out. Uh, covered a massive extra ground and just surged clear. Um, she's off 75 here. I'm pretty sure she's 80 plus horse. Um, it, it doesn't look a deep race, to be honest. Um, I think she's been put in seven or two, four to one. Uh, I'd have a more five to two, a top of the market. Um, she's the one I, I want to be with as my second best bet. Good stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, it's making a very good case there. I mean, Jane Chapel, I am a big, big favourite trainer of mine. Um, really good trainer. Uh, it's underrated still. Uh, it's hard mm-hmm. to believe she's underrated, yep. but st- still very underrated. Um, and so, I'm going to give you the four to one. Are you on the nose for that for a two-point win bet? Yep, on the nose. On the nose. Four, four, uh, two points win, starry eyes at four to one. Uh, that's with William Hill um, for Quentin. At Starry Eyes 12.35 Lingfield. Thank you very much for that. Um, before I come to uh, you, Ginge, um, I'll just uh, tell you mine. 3.15 Ascot is my second best bet. 
um, of the of the weekend, and it it is Monsieur Lecoq um, in the uh, in the handicap chase there um, over the over the minimum trip, and um, I'm very very keen on this horse's chances. Um, this horse has had his chances ruined half of his life. He's had Chester draws on board for half of it. Um, you know, absolutely hopeless that lad in the saddle. Um, uh, Kieran Gethings a little bit better. Um, you know, wouldn't be wouldn't be brilliant, but he's better than old Chester. And um, I, I was very impressed with this horse last time because he would have won easily, but for absolutely tossing it off on the running, completely dossed it. Uh, Amula Gold caught him in the closing stages. He got the race in the bag. He was he was staring at the skies, the stands, everything, barring running forwards. And I just think if they just hang on to him that little bit longer, uh, producing probably later on the running rather than you know like asking him to go to the front. I think that that was the thing with Monsieur Lecoq. There's nothing in this race, despite before midnight. Uh, an upward progressive profile. They're all going up in the weights. They're all badly handicapped horses in this. And I do feel Monsieur Lecoq has, a, has, a, has an outstanding chance of this mark. Uh, I'd be disappointed um, if he's not going very, very close or winning. But I'm going on the nose for a two-point win bet. And uh, I'm going to have the 30-2 and be greedy with bet 365. So Monsieur Lecoq is my second best bet of the weekend. So, um, Ginge, what's your second best bet of uh, the weekend, please? My second best bet of the weekend is in the 225 at Haydock, and it's Bass Rock of uh, Sandy Thompson's. It's, I think it's great value at about 9 or 10 to 1. And it was really impressive last time. It had, had that Tommy's Oscar behind it, actually, in that race. So I think John might be winning. Yeah, I've got him there, but he did Right, so... The second has won since, uh, the Gillian Bonus horse. That won during the yeah. week. That won easy as well. Um, yes. I would have gone for Pipes because Pipe targets this race. But I, I, it is horse that, that I quite like the look of, the Brinkley. It's it's a, it's a an heavy ground horse and with, with a ground like that. Obviously, Emmett Mullins is always a danger in this type of race. So I'm going to stick with Bass Rock and have it each way, please. Point each way. That's a fair old case, is that? Um, like you said, the, the one it beat at the beat, beat easily did win at market raise and nicely the other day. So <coughs> it's uh, it's uh, one point each way uh, for Ginge for his second best bet of the week. Bass Rock, eight to one available, and we're going to give him reluctantly, very reluctantly, we're going to give him six places with William Hill, 150 odds. Six, six pegs. I know, big, some safety net that for you. Some safety nets on that. Um, so yeah, so it's good choice, well reasoned. So thanks for that. Um, right, we'll go on to our best bets. Who to go to first? Um, I'm keen to go to John first, please, for your best bet of the week. I'm turning with it, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> You're joking. I'm not. Oh, I'm that's rock. No, so easy. Get there, Ashley. I'm absolutely chickened by this. Um, this is, this is, you, know, you know why this is terrible? Because you you can't you can't celebrate this win. You know you know what, yeah. what, what, whatever happens now, you know he, he he's got it as well. And, 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 uh, yeah. it, it, it's, it's, it's the most awful feeling you can have in it. This is it. There's going to be very very little joy about half past two tomorrow, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't argue with anything he said about the horse. I mean, he's a good verdict over a solid yardstick. Tommy's Oscar. It, I mean, this horse will be going chasing this year, but 
obviously the thing that's still a bit of my in the mark. Um, I think it's got enough improvement in it to sort this lot out. And yeah. uh, I'm, uh, I'm perfectly happy to row in with this one. Okay, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll have a point and a half each where six pegs. Uh, yeah, the same. So the same terms for John. Um, we should give John, we should give John six places and uh, and uh, Ginger at the five places. The fair, producers not the producers not nodded at that. The producer is in agreement. <laughs> oh, <with that. laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah. So bass rock for John. Um, I, I I mean, obviously, I love to make it a bar steward special, but I, because I'm competing against both of you two. Uh, in this race, then um, then, I, then we can't. Um, mine's a, a two-pronged attack in this as a Dutch for my best bet of the week. Um, it's uh, Flight Deck um, of John Joe O'Neill's um, and the Irish Challenger, um, which is the Emmett Mullins Yard, um, right place, right time. That, so I'm, I'm splitting the stakes one and a half points on each um, on, on this race. Um, I really think that both of these are a lot, a lot ahead of the marks. I really do. The Irish one is is superbly placed. Typical Emmett Mullins. This they got it off a, an absolute farmer. Um, they've they've had three runs over chases in Ireland. Been been heavily bet each time. Um, they, they they run it short of its uh, distance the first two times, as if they weren't bothered. You know, get it beat. We're not bothered. Then last time, absolutely blew in. You just you you could honestly got so much in hand. How on earth this is 125? I think it's 145, and five to one is more than fair. They're, they're even taking the seven off with a good kid as well, so it's got no weight. And right place, right time's got to run massive. And the other one, obviously, is flight deck. Uh, the John Joe team and JP team because. This horse is disguising all his ability by just being quite lazy. That they've put pieces on him, and and it's funny because obviously that that's I suppose it ties in with the Bash Rock, um, in that this horse beat beat um, T's components lad. Uh, Bash Rock beat T's components lad. Might have looked easier did, did Bash Rock, but the thing where I, I side with this one is because he's lazy. He only does enough each time, so the the handicap mark is preserved. Uh, obviously the best jockey in the race on in John Joe. And I just think back in those two, Bash Rock, I, I can't knock, cannot, cannot knock that bet either, but I do like my two. Uh, five to one for um, right place, right time for the Emmett Mullins team and eight to one for flight deck. I think that's split the stakes, one and a half on each, bang. Uh, we're cooking on that one. So hopefully between the three of us, chaps, we're going to get the winner of the 225 or we're going to look very stupid. Forecast and tricast, yeah, absolutely. Um, right, we'll come to um, uh, I'll come, I'll leave Quentin to last. So I'll, I'll come to you, uh, Ginge. What's your best bet on Saturday? My best bet is a strange one. Um, it's I'm not, I'm not so sure it's it's a, it's a good thing to win, but I think it's very much value in a, in a race that, that, that I think looks winnable. It's itchy feet in the 150 at ADOC. All right. 3-1 to, to beat the, the hype horse of um, Paul Nichols, which is just a novice. Um, second last time out to All Mankind, which is really, really solid. Rarely gets beat as All Mankind. Give it a right good race. And the third horse in the race was the one that won the um, Paddy Power last week, the uh, Midnight Shadow. Yeah. Um, 
I, I think it's solid. I, I think there's only them two that can probably win the race, and he's three to one. Whereas I think there should be a lot more closer in the in, in the betting. Itchy feet, three points win, please. Very, very fair point. And going for the value, you you make some very you know very fair call. The favourite, obviously, is highly touted. It's it's probably one of my best novices of the season in terms of potential. But like you say, at the prices, uh, the forms in the book with Itchy Feet are a long way clear of what Brave, Man game, Brave Man's game's achieved. And Brave Man's game is 7-4 on. Itchy Feet is 7-2 to, to you, uh, Ginge, for your three-point nap. So uh, good, luck, good, good luck with that and a, and a good choice. Quentin, last but not certainly not least, um, your uh, best bet, please, on Saturday. I was going to go with a jumper for my best bet, and then uh, looked at the looked at the table and saw the ginger Hitler was uh, top, and thought, no, I best, best <laughs> stick with the stick with the flat action. Yeah, we, we can't have him on top for long, can we? He's, he's, <sighs> no, it's, it's an embarrassment. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, this can uh, this can knock him off top place. Um, my yeah. best bet of the weekend comes in the seven o'clock at Wolverhampton, and I feel the Marco Botti train Molly Woods the one to be with here. Uh, his first time contesting uh, races against the elders, so he's still receiving weight for age. Uh, I mean, he looks on, looks on an upward curve. He comes here after a six-week break. Uh, the yard have a, well, at least like an 18.6% strike rate uh, with horses running all-weather handicaps after a six-week break plus. Um, level stake profit is in, in around £100 uh, to a £1 stake at SP. Um, he ran flat last time out at York on soft ground. Um, Happy to put a line through that run. A previous form at Haydock's worked out. Uh, Bandanelli's now rated, Bandanelli who beat him is now rated £7 higher. And Spirit Mixer ran ran well from out the weights in the old Rowley Cup. Um, the race I thought that made him more of interest here was the one at Newcastle. Um, he'd done something which seldom really happens around there. He made, made all on the round course. Um, looked a horse that would stay the mile six trip, um, just pulling out more all the way to the line. As I said, like it's not really the thing to do on the round course at Newcastle. Uh, the form of that looks solid with uh, the horse he beat there, Ian Jardine trained. Oh, I've lost its name. Uh, the Ian Jardine trained horse he beat there is rated twelve pounds higher. Uh, time was time was fair. At Zany's an upgrade on Dylan Hogan. And uh, looks to be little pace in the race, so I think you'll be able to make all and uh, and Bosti from the front. Cracking analysis, love it, absolutely love it. A great case there, made by Quentin for Mollywood, and um, I'm going to give him um, four to one. This of it. In fact, no, I'm going to give you five to one. Bet three six five. I've just noticed it's just popped up five to one. A pleasure. Three, are, you, are you three points on the nose, Quentin? Yeah, three points win running. Please. Absolutely, absolutely. No, no messing with the each way rubbish. Um, five to one there for Quentin Mollywood. Like I say, makes a great case. Is very difficult to make all at Newcastle on the round course, as Quentin, Quentin right, rightly says. And um, an in, interesting form. Like I said, Bandinelli that's that's won at Kempton recently. Um, that that could be strong form really, and for, for this sort of level. So again, it's it's a good case. Um, so I hope you're happy with all the, the selections we've come up for, with for our best bets. Obviously, it's uh, sad that me, John, and um, uh, Ginge have to clash with, with some of our bets, but you, you, I'm sure you'll decide for yourselves which you think is the best case um, made for, for, for a bet in that in the 225. Okay, what we'll do, chaps, we will look at the television uh, races uh, tomorrow, and we'll start off at Ascot. 
Uh, we'll finish with ADOC and obviously their Betfair Chase meeting. And the first one we'll look at is the 205 at Ascot. That's the uh, Chanel Farmer 1965 Chase, um, where um, course specialist in this Dashel Drasher. Um, that's that's a horse that uh, certainly is a, a bit of a standing dish around here. That's currently favourite around best price about eleven to four. Um, anyone want to start me off in here? Well, I've had a message actually uh, from Tree Trunk, uh, Tree Trunk Trotman. Um, he's he's now the the, the Tizard Snout, and um, he says um, that lost in translation uh, it could be could be ready for a big big run and back to former glories. He's had the nudge nudge wink wink brigade. Um, uh, telling him to, to bet that, so I thought that was interesting. Any thoughts on any thoughts on the race? Who wants to start me off looking at this? I'll start you off. Um, I think I think there's two interesting ones in here. One, he's lost in translation from a, yeah. a wind, and the other one that's had a wind up is Deffy Gasol. Um, now that one's kept better company than this lot of late, and I think he's he's. Pitching him at a suitably lowly level, well, not lowly level, but lower than what he's been pitching at. Uh, to start him back, I, I think this could just build his confidence back up and get him back into the back into the big league. I, I, I quite fancy this. So, so you you prefer uh, Deffidus and over loss in translation? Yeah, I think he's quicker. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, I mean, loss in translation. I think for me, he's, he's he kind of. I don't think he stays the three and a quarter mile that that well at all. But then, uh, I, I think I think dropping him back so much would, would indicate that they're probably not that convinced that the wind's right. You know, that's um, a good shout. Uh, so while I would respect its chance and expect it to put some sort of performance up, given the message we've received from the snout. Um, yeah. I still would rock along with the uh, the green and gold. God bless. <laughs> I mean, there's there's a there's a fair bit of pace in this. We've we've you know we've got Dashel Drasher, uh, Pistol Whipped. I mean, that's that's always been going forward recently. Uh, Master yes. Tommy Tucker likes likes to go forward. So there's but nothing will lead Dashel Drasher because that'll just absolutely just just pummel off as it usually does, and I can't see anything wanting to go with that, but that should set it up nice for the for the ones that's ridden just a little bit quieter. Ginge, any, any opinion from you on this? I, I'm with uh, John, with uh, Deffy Desai, um, rather than Lost in Translation. Lost in Translation is a three-miler. It was favourite for last year's Betfair Chase. It won the Betfair Chase the year before. Um, yeah. I, I think they probably had a look at the Betfair Chase and thought, well, we don't like this one anymore. You know, it's a bit too hard for it. Um, but I, I, I think any of them could possibly win, except for Lost in Translation. Uh, and I, but I would go with Deffy Desai, the fact that it's had the wind up. Um, it's getting £6 off off the, the favourite. Uh, and, if, and if it comes back to its bet, I mean, two years ago, it was it was 4-7 to win the, the Queen Mother. Wasn't it? When, yeah. when Altior and Shaq and Poussoir both went dodgy before the race. It was an absolute showing for the race. It was as big a certainty of the week, and it finished fourth behind that politologue. And then since then, it hasn't hardly run a race, so it's obviously had problems. If it comes, if it comes back, it'll win. I think anyway. Fair shout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I do think the race is right for a, for, a, a former glory to 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 uh, burn brightly. Quentin, any view here? 
I was with um, John and Ginger Hitler. Um, he's oh. he kind of ran, ran like he's just cut out and looks like the wind up will do him the world of good. Um, he's, he's the best of these, isn't he? If he's, if he's anywhere near back to his best, um, yeah. trip doesn't look a, an issue for me personally. Um, yeah, he'll, he'll be the he'll be the one that I'll be siding with tomorrow. Mm, concur, concur with what's said, really. Can't really argue with anything. Um, hopefully, lost in translation won't win dreadful tree trunk. We can't have tree trunk winning, <laughs> winning any bet, can we? we? We need him miserable all afternoon and Stoke City getting thumped 6 0 on top. You know, we'll, we'll just we'll just sum, sum the day up for tree trunk. Um, right, so we've gone to the, uh, the 240. Yes, and getting beat up by his missus. I mean, that, that, that'll just yeah, that that'd be a perfect day. Um, so, <laughs> so two forty is the coral hurdle. It's a Grade Two event. Um, an interesting little affair where um, Ginger's already said he, he's got one of his bets in his song for someone. So we know his opinion on this. So um, I'll kick us off by saying that I think the ground's probably too lively for Goshen to show his best. Um, I, I don't, I, I'm very surprised if Goshen does win tomorrow. I think they might have other things in mind for him, and I think this will be a part. He's busting for a run, and apparently I'm told he's, 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 he's in terrific nick, but but even so, I, I just I just don't like him. I, I think he is a proper a Duke's horse, uh, loves, loves hot, hot, deep ground. Um, so... I'm pretty much in 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 Ginger's camp to be honest because the thing is I don't like hold up runners here I don't like anything dropped out you know like like too far at Ascot I always think it suits horses on the pace because of its tight nature and I, I do I do think he made a good point it, it, you know he's, it, he did get thrashed by Gershon at Wincanton but that was on heavy um, good to soft ground wind up. You know, I think that can just sit nicely, sit handy, and I think that's probably where I'd go with for a bit of value. John, thoughts? I feel a bit like Italy to me because I'm siding with Hitler once again. Um, <laughs> and, and, and I think really some for someone that by default, really. Um, Buzz, I couldn't go anywhere near it. Six to five with Nico riding again. I mean, he gave this an absolute brute round here before the Schweppes last year. Yeah. Um, I mean, he should have won by five minutes. He ended up, I think he finished second, but God almighty, it was awful. Gorshin, um, I, I've seen nothing from Gorshin suggesting he wants two miles, three and a half anyway. No. Um, and Goshen's overall profile since the, the trans hurdle tobacco, really, I mean, he's, to me, he's about as much else as Johnson's flank after the 14 hour pounding from Johnson's coke fuel. <laughs> no. Uh, couldn't be with that either. And I think Song for Someone will get the ride. He's had a window. There's not a lot not to like. Yeah, I think at the prices, I think that that that's the main thing. Um, I mean, Buzz, like Buzz's Buzz's form is obviously you know it, it's strong form. You look at it, he was very impressive in the Cezanovich, and you know you've got to say that his her his recent hurdling form is more solid than anything else in the race. Even though Molly Ollie's wishes won nicely at Weatherby, I, I don't I don't think she's in in the class personally, but. As I said, you've got you've got Nico de Bonville, and he's gonna he's gonna drop this out. They'll be he'll be settling it, and it's it's just I don't know. It's not really for me at six to five. Quentin thoughts? 
I keep my thoughts the same as uh, when when Goshen didn't run what's it two weeks ago at Wincanton. Yeah, yeah. Place, place right, like yeah. Goshen, like he's 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 a soup monster. I don't think he wants this trip. Like he's just his profile just is horrible. He's makes like everyone's still got the triumph for some reason fresh in their mind, but he's not looked the same since then, has he? He won a find. He won the uh, whatever what's it called the uh, Kingwell on fucking horrible ground, horrible horrible ground. But yeah, very deep. He's, yeah. He's, He's just not the same horse um, since uh, since the triumph um, place lay Chuck Goshen. No, it's a fair shout. Can't really knock that. Um, we'll move on to the three fifteen, which is the um, the Gerard Bertrand Hurst Park Handicap Chase. Valuable eighty five thousand added, forty four thousand of the winner, and um, an interesting field that obviously I'm going to sit out because I've tipped uh, Monsieur Lecoq in the race. Um, so I'll come to you three guys to see what your thoughts on this race were. Who wants to start me off? I'll give it a whirl. Um, the one the one I was wondering about actually was that Sully Dock whatever the hell the call is. <laughs> um, I, I think this was tipped up by a couple of past years last time out. And, uh, Fry. I think Fry, Fry's Fry, tipped think. this before. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of interested in the uh, the comment from Mr. Honeyballs. Um, my theory is that he probably blew up a little last time, and I think he'll come on from that. I think he'll be fair enough three weeks turnaround, and he does does like decent ground, so we'll have a go. Um, I think there's a few iffy types in this. I'll, I'll, I'm not entirely convinced by Montiel with a cop attitude. I would have liked yeah, to no, go on and win that race. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Well, it was disappointing um, on the road. You know, I mean, I, I take into account I'll probably ride him different tomorrow. Um, but I, I, I think overall, I, I think that's a little bit of value would tend to one. Yeah, fair shout. Um, I mean, it's like you say, it's it's effective round here. Likes it round here. Mm. Uh, if Fry, if you'd have let Fry up from the cellar, she would have been tipping this. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure she likes it all. He told me November. Let's not get carried away. <laughs> well, on the road to Doncaster. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, interesting. So, yeah, Sully Dock, uh, Ginge, anything from you on this? I'm, I'm along with Sully Dock as well. Um, oh, no. What's this? Are, are you two sat together, Andy Nunn? Like, we're, we're like the axis of evil, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> he did a run last year. This he is, did a run before this... it won. And it, it lashed up last year, at, at this, this time of year, at Ascot. Um, yeah. He ran all right at the Fez, and then he won at um, he won on decent ground at Punchestown as well. After that, so there's, there's yeah, he, definite he, ability yeah. there. Um, got up a lot in the weights though. You what? Got up a lot in the weights for that. The Punchestown. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's improving. Michelle Lecoq just sounds like a, a French um, <laughs> rent boy, basically. You're not so Well, we we know we know you hate the French. I mean, I mean, we know we know this. I mean, you know, there's no secret there, is there? You know. You, we know you ate the French. I mean, yeah. but I mean, it's like you and you and you and John Jay. It's like Goebbels sat next to you there on, on the sofa. You know, you you're just all in agreement and clapping. To be um, fair, I have all these down. I'll show you the evidence. 
You don't have to show it to Jeff Stelling, you know, how you've spelt it. You know? sure, it's not bloody countdown, is it? <laughs> 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 I've got to be honest, I don't like running with John because well, you, you usually end up skint when you do that, so. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fair point. Um, yeah, fair enough then. I'll, I'll let this one go by. Yeah, so Solly Dock again. And in, another another joint decision there from the North East. Um, Quentin, any thoughts on this? I, I went backwards and forwards and just couldn't find anything into the race. Uh, too yeah. tough for me, so... so. Moved on to something else. Say it out, absolutely. Yep. If if nothing good to say, say nothing at all. Uh, we'll move on to Haddock um, for the uh, for the other ITV fair, and um, Jin has to sit this one out as well. Um, yeah, yeah. He's a uh, he's he's gone for itchy feet. That's his 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 best bet. His best bet, and and rightfully so. The prices, yeah, he makes a fair case. Um, Brave Man's game was was my top novice to follow for this season. Um, I had a very large bet at a short price last time at Newton Abbott against against Crap. Um, this is tougher, obviously on Itchy Feet's form level. Pay the Piper, a little bit tougher for Brave Man's game. Um, I couldn't entertain him um, at the current prices. I'd have to just watch and enjoy the race and uh, get the old bathtub gin out and a bit of paint for this one and uh, and enjoy it and hopefully. Uh, uh, Ginger's uh, horse gets there, looks like it's going to win, and then dogs it on the run and gets beat and makes him incredibly sick. So that that's the ideal scenario for tomorrow's race for me. Any thoughts on this one, gentlemen? I just have to echo your thoughts, there. There's nothing be finer, would there? It takes it up and he's, he's excited. You can see him. You can see him bouncing, bouncing away, and then next minute it it, it hangs to the left, hangs to the right. You know, and then and then gets beat. It's nothing finer. Um, Quentin, for you on this. Watching Brief for uh, later in the season, he jumped well. Brave man's game last time out. Um, this is deeper, uh, but I still would pay the piper a chance. Um, but a, a, a watching Brief, Brave man's game's probably a, a shade short though. Yeah, no. I, I, so we're on agreement. Brave man's game a little bit short. Watching Brief, gin and pay, unless you're with the. Uh, with the, the ginger Hitler for his for his nap to to follow up last week's bumper nap, you know he he, he proved it on a, on a bad weekend for the Bastards last weekend that he said we were just a, a set of bad tipping windbags, and um, yeah he's 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 uh, he's coming back again with itchy feet uh, to put us in our place. So two twenty five race, which is um, we've already uh, tipped up, we've already touched on really on on this race uh, Bass Rock for for John. Um, and Ginge, and um, for me, it was a, a, a two pronged attack with flight deck and uh, right place, right time. Uh, Quentin, did you did you sort of have a have a look at this? I did, I did. Um, I had a look earlier in the week. There was no flat action, so I thought, you know what, let's have a have a look at Haydock and see what's what. I thought it would um, cut up to a smaller field given given the ground. Um, I thought a few would come out, but that doesn't appear to have been the case. I. The one I wanted, I was quite happy to see um, T's components lad win the other day. The one I wanted was Bass Rock. Um, oh. I thought <laughs> he, he's. Um, <laughs> I, I played him earlier in the week, and he's, he's still a fair price. Um, the form's worked out. The time's nothing to shout home about. But he jumps. Uh, he's got the fixed brush hurdles. He jumps. He goes on various grounds. He just looks rock solid, to be honest. Um, Orbeez legends. 
was the other interesting one. I'm not sure he'll stay the three miles. Um, doesn't look to be a lot of pace on, so that may help in that regard. Um, Riggs looks short for me, and um, right place, right time is the other one of interest. So three towards the head of the market, but Bass Rock would be the 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 one that's got my money on it. Well, that, that, that's like Japan joining up with Italy and Germany. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, this is. I feel like Pearl Harbor. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's it's not it's not good for me, is it? I mean, in fact, this is it. I've got to do the klaxon. I've got to do a Bath Stewart special because, you know, the, the two the two panelists have, have, have rightly put it up as as strong bets, um, uh, Ginge and John, and then Quentin is he's already backed it. He's backed it with cash. He's not just sat there and given a pin. He's backed it. So it's a Bath Stewart special. I'm advertising the Bath Stewart special. I'm an idiot. Um, and and that's it, yeah. So the the, the compelling case is for Bass Rock um, this weekend, um, yeah. So I, I feel that on a limb here. Um, I, I, I'm there in my speedos as the tide is going out. Um, <laughs> what a sight! Uh, so we move on after that. Bastard special then. Bass Rock at three o'clock race. It's the uh, Betfair Chase. Um, a, a fantastic. I, I do like this race historically. We've seen some fantastic races in this over time. Counter Star, Bristol Demi, so, some some real uh, heartwarming national moments in this race have taken place over the years. And I don't think this field disappoints chaps. It's, it's, it's a good field, is it not? It's a good race, yeah. Mm. I mean, I mean, I mean. Obviously, I've in my one point bet. I've, I've, I've. I've gone with a Plutard on on the uh, older uh, just for men's sideburns. Henry de Bromed, um, you know, he's he's decided uh, that a Plutard shall make its debut in this race, and I think it's it's well placed on this ground. I think it, it, Bristol Demai and Royal Pagai. If this had been heavy, what a race in prospect because. You know, th- th- that would have made it even better because I, that's where I think they're disadvantaged. Bristol in my role, Pagai, who's run run tw- won twice here by easily, loves the course. But again, on 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 quicker ground, um, I cannot help but go with a Plutard because he's just probably eight to ten pounds better than any of these on his day. And Henry de Bromhead declares him fit and ready for war. So, what's not to like? Can anyone follow him with that or or change or? Or an alternate view? I'm with you, Lee. Um, yeah. Lutard. I, I couldn't make him anything bigger than six to five for this. Six to five, eleven yeah. to ten. He, every, every, he shortens up in the machine, and then all of a sudden you get you get a, a chunk of money wanting to lay him. But you've had people say, oh, well, he's not not one on the seasonal debut. But it's not it's not that sort of test on his seasonal debut that he's had uh, like this. Um, Next destination needs needs a test. Royal Pagai needs its soup soup like ground. Bristol Demi has won this on decent ground. Uh, I wouldn't rule him yeah. out, but he's he's now what ten. He's at some point he's gonna just scream enough. He's been, been running graded races since, but he was four or five. Um, waiting patiently looks kind of artificially short with the market expecting Christian Williams to bring him back to the sparkling form when he. When he was what, short prices for big races, um, but no, a blue tar is the best of these. Like, like you said, by eight to ten pounds, and uh, yeah, six to five, eleven to ten is the right price. Seven to four on the machines, the wrong price. Yeah, no, no, no. Good shout, John. Um, thoughts? 
I, I think you really you take seven to four this to jump out in all honesty. I think this will murder these. Yeah. I really I really do. Um for me, Bristol Demay needs soup. Well yeah. down. I mean this this thing's miles faster. Um one I did think was an interesting one from a, a watching race point of view is next destination. I, I can't get my head around why bothering sticking the cheek pieces on this. This just smacks of putting this off straight ready for the Hennessy. Yeah. Um, which I, I think it would hold outstanding claims in off one, five, three. Um, I mean, if it runs somewhere near a flow tad tomorrow, each rating's going to yeah, rocket really. I mean, you could say going up £10 and going to the Hennessy well in. I'm almost tempted to even have a, have a bit on for the Hennessy. I, I could see him backing up quick here and, and, and taking this to the Hennessy after, after this. Interesting. Interesting views. No, I never considered that. So, John, next next destination for John, interesting, but likes a Plutard. Um if if a if the real a Plutard turns well, no, up, I, I don't see why it wouldn't either. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the Bromhead as a target trainer. He's, he's mentioned this as the target for long enough, hasn't he? You know, I mean, more or less been the target since the Gold Cup. Well, it's it's for the winner. It's it's you know it's not to be sniffed yeah. at. You're not going to get many prizes of this nature um, at either side of the pond. And I mean, you know, this is this is it till the King George, isn't it? Really, you know. So. It, it 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 is really, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Ginge, thoughts? Um, I'm, I'm in with a Plutard as well. I, 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 Bristol to me is an admirable horse, but yeah, if a Plutard runs to anything like it, should it should win. Um, yeah. I, I just I just disagree with John on the old next destination because I think that's just cool. a thorough steer. I don't think he's got a hope in hell of winning the NSC personally. Anyway, just. In, in last season, um, that, that next destination took on Fiddler on the Roof, and Fiddler on the Roof got a horrible, horrible rag, got chopped off about five times. In the end, next destination just outbattled it up the running, one by about a length. And Fiddler on the Roof is eight pounds better in than next destination for the NSC. So there's your NSC, horse, mate. Thank you very much. There How far was the Warwick race? Eh? How far was the Warwick race? For that uh, eight miles, I think, something like that. Three miles. <laughs> You know, I'd say I hope he gets AIDS, but that put his sister at risk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, quality stuff. Uh, so I hope that clears the better fair chase up for you. <laughs> uh, the 3.35 race is where we finish um, our TV previews and the show uh, it's flown but flown tonight uh, and we've got the favourite that I've tipped obviously Strictly a Dancer any thoughts chaps can Strictly a Dancer get beat in this I'll come to you Ginge first because you love a good fab like when it's when it's when it's solid I, that, I think, I, it looks like it's it's improving it's off bottom weight I'm just like a nominal horse to beat it would be the pipe horse, Ramses de Tay. Like it, it, it ran its best race of the season last year, about this time of year. Um, it stays forever. Um, 
it, it, just as a, as a as a value bet against the favourite. Um, but he's given it a lot, a lot of weight. I know that. Yeah. Do, do, do you think though that like he he probably wants it a lot softer as well? Possibly, mate. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just a, I, I don't think I'll be backing it, but it would be a nominal bet for these races to uh, to beat the favourite. Okay, okay. Uh, Quentin, thoughts? Place lay ramers the tail. Needs soft, heavy ground. Um, it's just nice to nice to get the nominal one out of frame as well. Um, needs soft the ground. Strict, strictly a dancer murders this lot. I he didn't yeah. didn't do a dot last time out. He's no. on an upward curve. Too good for these. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, that's it. Let, let's let's blow Ginge into oblivion there. Play, you know, place lay everything. Pink button. Pink button action. You don't get much pink pink button action these days, do you, Ginge? Well, yeah, no, no bet fair account. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is just... <laughs> I thought you were being rude. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Carrying on. John, um, thoughts on this? Yeah, I, I think as well, strictly a dancer, um, because I think there's holes in the opposition. Um, I'm not convinced Empire Stale will be as effective on this ground as he is on the proper slop. I think he's a bit of a mud monkey. So um, uh, I'm fairly strong on strictly a dancer myself. Yeah, so obviously looks a, looks a pretty, pretty solid favourite. So hopefully... Um, we'll all have a decent Saturday. Um, it's, it's, it's a disappointment um, that, that that John's Saturday is linked to uh, to Ginger's because obviously if 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 Ginger's as well, then John's likely to do well. If and, and so on and so on, it's disappointing for John. It's it's going to be a Saturday of woes, no matter no, I'm what. I'm going to be watching a film on ITV Five, I think, or something like that. <laughs> Murder She or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, I, I hope you enjoyed this show. Uh, me and John are back on Sunday, as usual, for the, for, the, for a sermon. We're going to talk about loads of things like the whip and things and and all sorts of uh, you know things that everyone wants to cancel and ban. Um, that's the day. That's the times we're living in recently, um, and we'll be talking about plenty. So don't miss us on Sunday for the sermon. Uh, big thanks to Quentin tonight. Thank you, Quentin. Awesome judge, Ginge. Uh, thank, thank, thanks. Yep, yep. Thanks to you. Thanks to John. Thanks to everyone. Uh, we're back on Sunday, and we hope you enjoyed the show. Bye for now. Right, the show's over, boys. Thank you very much.